0: Hello and welcome to Sideways. This week, Martin and I are both coughing and spluttering through winter virus to deliver this, the first episode of the new year. Now January is a time when we a lot of us struggle with the seemingly interminable cold dark days, so we're here to try and help put that right. We reminisce about pet tortoises, find the son of God in a bag of revels, Spare a thought for the people who raise otters, berate hangover cures, and wonder why children started giving apples to their teachers. After that lot, you'll surely be hard-pressed to feel emptiness. All right. All right. Happy New Year. And to you. Hmm. How are you feeling? Well, I'm all right, I suppose. Uh, I could be used in an emergency okay for what <laughs> well um n- uh, nothing uh n- no physical injuries because i don't like blood and that i'd faint yeah uh if anyone needed some emergency scones or a oh, okay yeah i'll be, be up for that probably. You're okay or um an emergency
1: dog walk i could probably do that okay so you're not you're not feeling too bad. This virus that everyone's been having that I think we've both been suffering from. <clears throat>
0: you've had um, a couple of you've had a couple of cracks
1: at it, haven't you? Well, it, it seemed to. I thought it was sort of abated, but it didn't. It's well, it did abate, I suppose, but it just came back mm. uh, stronger. But it comes no, and I'm, goes. I'm, I'm still in is. the
0: fir- I'm still in the first flush of mine. Of course, I'm blaming you for it because mine's very similar to yours, and of course, you probably came and infected me at Christmas. Probably. Probably, yeah. You're just you're just behind me, so you got you still got a couple of weeks ahead of misery. Yeah, so you gave you actually gave me two gifts, didn't you? Gave me this virus and an inflatable Jesus. <laughs> True, and uh, they're both on equal par, I think, really, aren't they? <laughs> I think on balance, I prefer the inflatable Jesus rather than feeling ill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, how was anyway, your festive period?
1: Yeah, okay, yeah, it was lovely. Apart okay, apart from feeling poorly. Mm. I was able to get to hold it together for 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 for, uh, for the various things that I needed to go to, and, and, and it was lovely. Yes, seeing well, some, the people I wanted to see, and that, that, so, yeah, it was lovely.
0: Some people would argue that if you're going to be ill, then Christmas is a good time to be ill because uh, there's not much else going on. But I actually take the opposite view that it's much better if you're going to be ill, be ill and not have to work. Don't be yeah. ill when you're on holiday; it's crap.
1: Uh, well, quite. Yeah, mm. yeah. No, it's all right. It's okay. Good, but um, what I was going to talk
0: to you about I like, actually. So hang on a sec. I've got a little pop up come up here for some reason. What is it? A porn? Have you been watching looking looking at porn on your on your screen? Does it say find girls in your area? Because if it does, don't click on it. It's uh, something about. there's loads of board housewives apparently. I <laughs> smell <laughs> they would be if they, they were around you. They're real.
1: They're real, obviously. <laughs> no um I, I'm not all, all in good I'm the, the idea the idea all, what I wanted to talk to you about was uh, a feeling of that, that feeling of emptiness ah. um Now, that it's one of your it's a number of ideas you come up you had a, you had a little flurry didn't you of, of,
0: of ideas for for episodes I, do, I think that tends to happen with me they so they're, yeah. they're like buses i don 't get yeah. one for ages, and then sort of two or three come along at once yeah, so I was able
1: to add uh, two or three to the list, one of which was uh, was emptiness, but it was it's quite um Fortuitous, really, in many ways, because it does, it suits this time of year to talk about it. It does. But it is also a, a, a subject that can often crop up in groups. In fact, it, can, it cropped up yesterday. Oh. Whilst, whilst we're in group, yeah. Right. Uh, which was, which was uh, I, as, as I'd already done my notes on it, I was able to come up with
0: something quite quickly on that, which was good. In what way did it come up? Was it just someone saying, um, I I feel empty at this time of year, or or you know, what was yeah. the context? It, yeah, yeah,
1: no, the context was right. It was about this time of year, but it was it was a girl that was, a, that was sort of coming back to normal, as it were. She'd been mm. away with her parents, uh, stopping out of her parents, and then she's back
0: on her own again. Now had this empty feeling. Oh, that's interesting. Oh well, mm. we're probably we'll probably come on to talk about that because
1: we will come on to talk. That's exactly mm. one of the areas I wanted to talk about. But before we start, yeah, a uh, couple of things. One of the what? Just a quick little story about about the demon drink and what it does to us there was one guy and this bloke got drunk in california and, and and he stabbed his neighbor's tortoise now that is um, it's a dreadful thing to do isn't it i mean any any cruelty to animals animals is dreadful but to a tortoise i
0: mean it's, it's a harmless creature isn't it yeah that is pretty that's a that is a ter- i hope i hope you never uh, stabbed a tortoise when you were Drunk. No, I didn't. I did I mean, luckily in this
1: case, this this tortoise survived and had a bit of surgery. and is is doing well. Oh, good. I'm glad there's um,
0: a happy end to that story because we don't. We, that's not the way we want to start off the new. No, year. it isn't. It isn't.
1: I mean, I've got a great affection for tortoises. You probably remember I had a tortoise as a. I do remember as a child, we had a, a family tortoise. Yeah. Which we got in. Well, it was 1977. We got it, it was Jubilee year, mm. uh, which is what we called our, initially. has got our tortoise was called Jubilee Bill. I don't mm. even
0: remember. And then Jubilee- I, remember I remember your tortoise. So I can't honestly say I remember its name. Yeah, well, it it stopped being Jubilee Bill after a few months because it, it laid eggs. So uh, it, became, <laughs> it became right. Wilhelmina. So we had to quickly change its its uh its gender. Well, you could have. You still could have called it Billy because there was Billy Piper, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, yes. It was. It, it was different back in the seventies, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, you couldn't. There, there was. There needed to be clear lines of um. You know, clear delineation, didn't there? Yes. between... Yeah, are you a are you a male or female? Exactly. I mean, our exactly. parents would have struggled incredibly, wouldn't they? With in today's terms, they would. Yeah, yeah very yeah, we well. We had a tortoise as well. Did and you? The funny enough, whenever I think of my tortoise, the only thing I can remember is picking it up one day and it having a shit, and its shit being completely. It's like it was like milk. It was like running yeah. milky water. Yeah. And uh, so, whenever I think of tortoises, I only I just think of uh, of that, which is not a terribly pleasant memory. No. They don't do I mean, much though, do they, tortoises? I mean, no. I prefer dogs. I couldn't have taken my tortoise on a walk. You can't take them on a walk. We could have very slowly. Yeah. It'd <laughs> take an awful long time to just to get along the road and back, wouldn't it? It'd be all right if you, if you, if you uh, had reached the stage where you needed a, a, Zimmer frame to walk with, you could probably go yeah. for a little walk with your tortoise. Old, um, major Tom, what's his face? He could have gone oh, yeah. with his tortoise, couldn't he? Tom Moore. Yeah, he could Tom have done. Moore. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if yeah. he had a tortoise don't know, but I think just tortoises just deserve a respect for being on Earth for so long, don't they? Well, that's uh, that's very yeah, absolutely that's absolutely true, and um, very Buddhist of you to point that
1: yeah. out. I think so.
0: And another another little one. I know we like um, to find stories about
1: faces appearing in in, oh, in certain well, foods you do. and that sort of thing. You do, yeah, yeah. There was one um, that came up that um, this this bloke in Scotland he found a baby Jesus in his pack of revels which I thought was quite nice. Was there, was there pictorial evidence? It was, yeah. did like it look like revel. Jesus? It was, no, not really. Well, it was, a, it was like a revel with a bit chipped out of it. So it looked like a little baby in swaddling clothes. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: which which flavour revel was it? I couldn't tell, mate. Mm. <laughs> it which was, is your favourite revel?
1: I don't, I don't really um I, I can't remember what flavours are in there. It's so long oh, since coconut, I've had
0: honeycomb... Uh, orange toffee. yeah I think the orange ones
1: the, one that the, the orange ones would have struck would have come to mind
0: certainly yeah yeah I like the I'll orange go with ones. Them. and do you, I don't know if you remember when we were kids one of them used to get Turkish delight in them they don't get that anymore don't remember them no really I don't mm. read didn't have them very often well anyway. its like, certainly certainly that's certainly something isn't it getting the baby Jesus in swaddling clothes in a bag of revels
1: at this time of year
0: mm. I, I, was, I, was, I was interested I heard something the other day about how um I think this is probably an American thing, um, but on the 28th of December, which obviously is in those um, days between Christmas and New Year that we've discussed in the past. I enjoy yeah. it, but a lot of people don't. Um, apparently, they have something in, in America called Good Riddance Day. Do they? Yeah, where in Times Square, they uh, people set light to uh, metaphorical representations of bad memories they've had from the, the year outgoing. I like that. Yeah, so it reminded me of the letters that you wrote when you were in uh, detox. Yeah, that you then subsequently burnt, and it. Yeah, I I'm, I'm, didn't wasn't quite sure how I felt about that. The idea of burning a, a metaphorical representation of something you found difficult during the year. I think I'd, I'd, I think better to celebrate it that you got through it, isn't it? Uh, yeah, t- yes, yeah, so I, I, I'd agree. Um, I, the, the burning of the letters we did was really
1: about <laughs> trying to say goodbye to our addiction.
0: Yeah, no, I wasn't equating it with that. I was just thinking this no. whole the whole idea of getting to the end of the year and then having to burn something that you felt challenged by seemed a, a bit um, unnecessary. Really. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd agree. It's best to look at it from the other
0: way and, and uh, pat yourself on the back that it didn't take you down, yeah. Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> come on, let's get on with it because neither of us are feeling very well. We need to crack on, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, Emptiness. It
1: seems to. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's sort of short-term and long-term emptiness, I think. I think we need to differentiate between, really. Because okay. th- this this fleeting feeling of emptiness at the moment after Christmas, for example, it goes away on its own, doesn't it? You don't have to yeah. put a great deal of effort into it. You get back into the, the swing of things, get back to work, and, 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 it, and it's gone. And so if you do have this void, this feeling of emptiness or this void that has appeared, um, it does take care of itself to a large extent, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, um, so, you're, and, so your advice if it's that type is just tough it out.
1: Really? Yeah. I mean, over it, it, it yourself. Well, there are I wanted to come on to how to deal with feeling empty, mm. um which which goes through mild and sort, sort of longer term stuff. Um but yeah, I think when I was I was trying to relate it back to my own situation really because I used to summer holidays used to be a bit tricky as well. I used to get this feeling, this empty feeling coming back from summer holidays. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I used to get it also coming back from rock festivals also going back to normality and there'd be this empty feeling then Mm. which which was really I suppose uh, sort of almost like the antidote to hedonism wasn't it Mm. when you've you've, you've spent a few days being fairly debauched and then you're back to normality and having to behave yourself again
0: yeah I was thinking about it and I I don't think I feel that kind of feeling of coming back down to earth very much these days probably because I like what I do for work and it doesn't, you know, feel like a chore, but I'll tell you when I used to get it, I used to get it. I'm apart, apart from in the places that you just mentioned, but I used to get it when I, if I finished, a, if I've been in a play and the run of the play finished, it's like, you know, you've worked for months to rehearse yeah. this thing and then you put it on and then suddenly there's nothing. So, so kind of, um, the necessity to reset your objectives and to, in some sense kind of rearrange your life on it on a mini scale i think can often be accompanied by a feeling of emptiness which i suppose is probably one of the reasons why people in recovery feel it yeah no i, I get that i do get
1: that certainly after that that, that long run uh, when you've had it it's been almost a normality for so long and you work so hard for something and bang it, it stopped no, i understand that i got, i used to get it. um Really, were, I remember getting this feeling when I remember when I was going through a divorce, you know. So and and then, so you start <laughs> to get to that situation where you're having the children on at certain d- days of the week, and uh, and and then you have to. And it was that taking them back after being, having having spent the weekend with them, mm. and taking them back, and that used to feel awful. Mm. Um, and it used to, I mean, back in the back in the day, then it used to trigger me quite a lot into into binging. Yeah, and going on quite a long drinking session because I felt so sorry for myself, really, and yeah. felt lonely and empty. Yeah, um, I mean, I still get it now to a certain extent. Um, you know, when I see them, like seeing them over Christmas, um, and then then I go home and, I'm, and it, I feel I feel a little bit flat and empty. Then um, I, I don't resort to drink anymore. Mm. What and do it, you do uh, now then? Um, well, I'll, I'll come on to the to the ways of dealing with it later on, but it is there's other ways of doing it, it, it. Again, that one does take care of itself, really. Um, yeah. Just, just by a matter of time, um, but I, I tend to just busy myself a little bit and um, and it, then get start cracking on, with getting ready for what, whatever's next in the day or the day, you know, getting ready for work or whatever. Mm. the Following day, uh, this when we was talking to the person that I mentioned earlier on in groups yesterday, we were saying about um, you know feeling a bit flat, um, and i remember saying well, if you if you elongate that feeling of being flat and empty pick up a
0: drink uh, because that'll do it for you now that'll that'll keep you there for for an awful long time Mm. well i mean of course that's why that's one of the the emptiness is one of the things that perpetuates drinking isn't it it does yeah you feel you feel flat and empty after you know drinking too much perhaps you feel shamed and you know shamed and guilty and then you drink to get rid of that feeling (laughs) and then all you end up doing is perpetuating the feeling of emptiness you do but just
1: just to illustrate what emptiness is is there's, there's a little quote i would just wanted to throw in here i think it's probably the appropriate time um and it goes like this i can't describe what i'm feeling i'm not happy and i know that i'm not exactly sad either i'm just caught right in between all these emotions and i feel so empty so it's this sort of sweet spot isn't it between those emotions that tends to be this empty feeling
0: yeah that, yes that's true um See I would say that emptiness is one of those one of the emotions that falls under the heading of sadness. It's like a Yeah. It's somewhere on the spectrum of sadness. It's it sort of sits alongside I don't know hopelessness, um misery, uh depression even. Emptiness. It's one of those it's kind of a it's a more nuanced expression of sadness, isn't it? It really? is
1: really, yeah. Yeah, it is. So it's it's, it's 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 at the beginning of the spectrum of sadness, really, isn't it, or or depression, least, uh, sadness and depression, that sort of thing. It's a, a, well, w-
0: suppose I w- suppose it suppose it's, uh, it depends, doesn't it? How how your emptiness is affecting you? I mean, I yes. think certainly know that um, a component of depression is often a feeling of terrible emptiness. Yeah, yeah. You know, that terrible dark void of depression is terrifying, quite mm. frankly. Um, but obviously a feeling of emptiness isn't always like that. You know, as you, as you were saying earlier, that feeling of emptiness that a lot of people get between Christmas and the new year or going back to work after Christmas, you know, that's not terrifying. It's just not very nice. It's a slump. Yeah, no, it oh, is. Yes.
1: Yeah. And I was looking at, uh, when I was doing the research on this, is what can bring on these feelings of emptiness? And it seems that it sort of fell into two areas, really. It was that there's sort of physical factors and uh, and the mental and emotional <coughs> factors and the physical factors were things um like um exhaustion due to lack of sleep yep. you, know, you know if you've been working long hours yeah or, or you've been especially people that um that care for um care for actually i've put i should have said caring for others then i've put caring for otters which,
0: uh, i don't think you feel <laughs> i think you'd be quite fulfilled if you did that wouldn't you <laughs> i don't know i'm sure some people who care for otters sometimes <laughs> feel a bit empty <coughs> I mean, what if you've what been you caring for an otter and you know, cared to, cared for an otter to the extent that the otter's gone back into the wild, you'd probably feel a little bit empty then, I suppose
1: you? you would, yeah. I suppose really releasing stuff after it's been if you've hand reared it mm. yeah, and then you've got to you've got to put it back into the wild and you won't see that
0: ever again. Yeah. So I suppose so that, I, I think we can probably um conclude from that that people who care for otters yeah. probably really do feel a do, lot of emptiness. They so get a little bit of empty flat feelings from time to time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. We've sorted that out. Um, other physical factors, there was illness. Like this this, this, this cold, for example, that can leave you, that, that's, that's made
0: me feel quite empty from time yeah. to time. Yeah, if it makes you feel exhausted, doesn't it? Because that's ah, the same thing, right. isn't it? A fee, as you say, yeah. a feeling of exhaustion can often lead to a feeling of emptiness. Yeah,
1: yeah, it does. Um, but it seemed mostly it fell into the mental and emotional health factors that that, that bring on this feeling of of, um, of emptiness and there's three or four places that, that um, seem to come up when I, was looking at, um, when I was looking at the research. One was boredom, and when people are unsatisfied with their daily life or, or, or a sense of purposelessness, <laughs> yep. um, which, is, uh, which brings on this, this feeling of a- emptiness. So boredom could do that, which I'm sure we've all had periods. Um, not very often, I don't tend to get bored, but now and again you might have a, the odd period like that, and it, it can feel a bit empty. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one that came up qu- quite a lot was um, was loneliness, um, especially it seemed to be after a romantic breakup. Yeah, you know, saying that uh, that maintaining you know loving relationships with spouses and friends and friends is one of the most one of the most crucial factors in your happiness. So when that goes wrong, um, like when I got dumped on Maid- Maidstone East Station when I was seventeen <laughs> by Sophie, then <laughs> I felt empty at that point. I wonder if
0: she listens to this.
1: I don't know where she is
0: in the world, mate. Oh, you never know, do you? She might. You don't know. it be. I mean, I wonder how she feels to hear that she's had such a profound effect on you. Yes, she because she, she's been brought up several times, hasn't she? Yeah, she's virtually a she's virtually um a recurring character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, that's true. Yeah, uh, romantic. But uh, funny enough, both of those things—boredom and uh, uh, a breakup—they're both. They're both are feeling they, they both result in emptiness uh, um because there's something missing in your relationship with yourself, isn't there uh, yes yes I think I, you know i mean I'm not saying that I'm not suggesting that after a breakup you shouldn't feel any sadness or emptiness of course that's perfectly natural, but I think the situations where it sort of goes on interminably gets to the point where it stops being about the other person and bereavement would be another one. And maybe you're going to say that. It's um,
1: it, it the one I come on to next where really. was, uh, well, it was, it was, it was under the banner of grief. Right.
0: Uh, yeah. Bereavement. But you think about all those situations, bereavement, breakup, boredom. If any of them go on interminably and they become kind of c- complex in that sense, there is a point at which they cease being about the other person or the thing that's happened. And they become more about your relationship with you um yes, i agree, I agree with that totally um and because when I was looking at um
1: when it came grief came up because I look back cause we did we did do a, an episode on grief and bereavement back in well, it was one of our early ones really, but it was well it was season two episode <clears throat> six since you asked. Yeah, since, since, great, you it, def- since you
0: mentioned it, I'll definitely go back and listen to that. Then have will listen to that. I think there's,
1: there's a lot of profound stuff on this. I didn't want to expound too much on that on grief, no. but it is, a, but it is a, a major factor in this this empty feeling. As mm. is um, as you touched on earlier on depression,
0: and other mm. sort of mental health issues. They can have this a, a great impact. It's interesting you've kind of thought of it like that in in terms of the uh, emotional basis, because I mean, I, we I agree with everything that you said, but I think of emptiness as. Um, either short term tied to specific instances like bereavement or a breakup or long term as a result of something that you mentioned right up front, which was a lack of purpose. Yeah, If you don't really know what your life is for and where you're going and you don't have a kind of sense of yourself, then a a feeling of emptiness is almost certainly going to result, isn't it?
1: It is. And a a quote that fits in quite nicely at this point, it's it's a quote that I'm sure (laughs) you therapists like and would, would be empty feelings arise from not having been filled up emotionally as a child.
0: Oh. You, would, you, would you agree with that? Well, I certainly think they can do. I mean, there's there's certainly true that if you, for instance, were not invested with a feeling of self-value as a child, yeah, it can then lead to a more difficult relationship with yourself in latter years, which might result in a feeling of emptiness, yeah. So... Uh, certainly, that's possible. I don't think it's certainly not always the reason for emptiness, but yes, it can be definitely.
1: Yeah, as I just saw that as a quote, and it sounded very therapeutic. Yeah, very therapisty, Yeah, there's one. Yeah. The next quote, that well, was a very short quote, but um, it was one bit more f- f- from my side of things, really, which said right. um,
0: emptiness. Got swearing
1: in it then? No, no swearing. It Just says no. emptiness is a symptom of not living creatively. Yes. Yes. Now it's it's, it's strange because I, I I gave a book. As a Christmas present this year to Lizzie, my youngest, and it was called Art Heals, How Creativity Cures the Soul. Yeah, it looked like quite a thick tome as it happened. You know, when you order something online, you're not quite sure what it's going to be, what it looks like, the dimensions of it, and it turned up, and it's quite a thick book. And it looked like quite heavy reading as it happens, but hopefully uh, she'll get something from it, because I wouldn't mind having a read of it afterwards.
0: So yeah, I think a, th- it, a, a thick book's quite comforting, though, don't you think? It means there's a, a lot of thought gone into it, and it's not... Yeah, like, I'm in the middle of reading Wolf Hall at the moment by Hilary Mantel. Let oh, me tell you, that's a monster. It's a monster of a book. Is it? Yeah. So, so how do we deal with these empty feelings? I don't know. I know. Yeah.
1: Because we've touched on the mild feelings there because you can, you can, it, it, sometimes it will just sort itself out naturally. It will just, it will just move on because we we always talk about <laughs> emotions being transient. And so, yep. therefore, it will, you, you will move through it and you'll go back to a, mm. to, to a, to a, a a feeling of not, not or a, a feeling of not being empty,
0: yeah. Unless That's your point. feeling of emptiness is due to your uncertainty uh, of um, deserving a place in the world, in which case it probably won't be transient.
1: No, because um, it, it, it goes on when I was looking at the, the, the research. Um, it said, you know, with my mild, mild feelings, you can motivate yourself to get out and feel better in various ways, um, uh, but motivate. Uh, that was that was another one you came up with other
0: ideas. So, we, so motivation is something we're going to we're going to do at a later stage, aren't we? Yeah, motivation would be a good one to do, I think, because yeah, you know, a lot a lot of the stuff that we talk about is around is is uh, what's the word? I suppose it's quite passive, isn't it? It's about you know, often we find ourselves talking about the importance of honouring emotion, enduring yeah. it. But motivation is yeah. quite interesting because it's all about you know, by its definition, it's all about get up and go and finding a way forward and. And I think you you kind of need – you need a balance of the two, don't you, in life? You need to be able to endure, honour, and accept your emotions, but you also need to have enough kind of thrust in you to find a way forward, which is – You do – that, that's forward. it. And, and and some of the ways of thrusting your way forward is things
1: like focusing on self-care. Um yep. I think that's, that's quite a big one that comes up a lot, doesn't it, when we look at various areas that we've been talking about. Um, and, to, you know, to look at – one of the things that came up there was um, – you know, make a list of activities you'd like to do. So just
0: start to journal stuff again, like we always, <clears throat> always think. About, we always talk about, and, and um, yeah, this and, is this is one of the things. I think they're absolutely right. Those things, and this is, but this is one of the things that's difficult about feeling of emptiness because it yeah. tends to be self-perpetuating. Because when you feel yes. empty, don't really want to engage with yourself. You don't really feel like doing much, and so you know, it's the same with depression, really. Fi- finding an ability to rise above your own indifference and do something anyway is quite often the way out of it. You know, it's like another, you may be going to come on and say this, but another way to mitigate emptiness is to connect with people, to see friends, to talk to people. Exactly. It might not feel like doing it, but actually doing it will be one of the things that helps you out of emptiness. So, you know, you you kind of have to um, speculate to accumulate you do rather, and it, it is one of the. It was.
1: It's it's one of the points that um you've, you touched on there. It was, fur, it was further on down my list. It's says set up a regular time to talk to, to your friends or your best friend. Mm. And I've put in i brackets there connection, which mm. is all about when we're we're talking about addiction and, and getting into recovery. Connection is such a massive part of that. Yeah. Um, so doing that and um, or seeking out online support. Yeah. So um again comes down to
0: connection uh meditation was one that came up as well which i think we're we're always quite keen on there, aren't we yeah again meditation it's, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier you know sometimes there, there are probably other things that um are easier for you if you're feeling kind of empty and disconnected from yourself unless of course you already have a meditation practice in which case you would probably turn to meditation quite quickly in that set of yeah. circumstances y- you would wouldn't you yeah it is I think, good i, think I mean
1: it's so. it's it, 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 it's 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 a sort of a A spiritual change, isn't it, to combat emptiness, which I I quite like meditation for. I think
0: it's ideal in so many ways, isn't it? Mm. I think one of the other things you can do when you feel empty, uh, and I know I recommend this quite often for various things, but when you feel discomfort like that, it's, it's very tempting to kind of turn away from it and distract yourself from it. But I think sometimes, particularly if it's going on for a long time, it's important to step into it. And to ask yourself, right, what is going on here? Why do I feel like this? What is it that is contributing to this? So That's one of the things. It might be uncomfortable to do it, but you're uncomfortable anyway, so you might as well do it. And, and the other thing that I think is quite important to do is um, if you feel your, if you think your feelings of emptiness are uh, related to you not really knowing your place in the world or where your life's going, concentrate on that. Ask yourself that question, you know, what, what is my purpose here? What am I doing? What, what would I like to be doing? If you feel like you don't have a purpose and you don't know what you're doing, that's okay. You, you don't need to kind of judge yourself for it. It's important to say to yourself to t- try to find something that you can aspire towards. Does that make sense? It
1: does, yeah. I think it's, it's, it's opening up your mind to, to, to various areas of, to, make, to make yourself move through where you're feeling right now. To make, to make the transition into into other emotions easier.
0: Yeah, and you my, might you might need to accept that you might need some
1: help to do it as well. That's the point. That, that was the last point to come on to. It said, um, you know, if, if these feelings linger mm. and you feel that the, the, the simple remedies we've been talking about here don't work, seek seek help. Get therapy. Yeah. Yep. Which was uh, which I think is um, uh, is vital. And uh, again, that came through in most of the most of the research I was
0: doing. Well, a lot of them are written by a therapist anyway. Even if you don't want to seek help from a therapist, you know, it's worth because a lot of people won't do this. It's worth telling someone how you're feeling, you know, <coughs> even if it's a friend or a family member to say, you know, I'm feeling a bit lost, I'm feeling a bit empty, a bit rudderless. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. problem, the problem tends to be when you share it with a friend or family member is they will. Uh, towards trying to fix it for you which is not really what you want at that point you really want someone to be listening to you and help you find your own way but yeah if you are fortunate (laughs) enough to have a friend like that or family member like that it's worth just sharing it because if you feel empty and you keep it to yourself the likelihood is that you'll just continue to feel more and more empty indeed goes back to that lack of connections again doesn't it yeah
1: that's about it really but anyway going on to gratitude lists oh crikey Hmm, yeah, okay. I, I, I only I, well, I, it's it quite straightforward to put down here, really. And, and for me, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go first. It's just um, uh, Christmas gifts. Ah, it was, uh, was nice. I'm always grateful for any any gift I receive, and, and to, to receive a lot of them at one go over uh, on at Christmas is, is lovely. And, uh, and I've had a, a, a lovely a lovely range of gifts, and I'm I'm very grateful that people feel um I'm worthy
0: of buying a gift for. Very good. Excellent. Well, I'm going to, my, on my gratitude list is going to be something very similar. I I feel grateful that I've, at this time of year, been able to spend, you know, quite a lot of time with my family. Um, you know what it's like as they get older. Yeah, I do see less of them. Yeah. Um, and you always think, Oh, it'd be nice to, you know, spend a bit of time with the family at Christmas. And, um, and I have, so I feel very pleased about that. It's been, it's been lovely. You've been grateful for that, yeah. I've been grateful for it. Even
1: though you haven't, you haven't felt top of the of the of the health ladder.
0: You well, been, I felt all right up until the, about the last three days. So it's yeah. the last three days that have been um, cruelly ruined. A bit rubbishy. Yeah. <laughs> Daysoftheyear.com, there's not
1: much on there, really. One was National Hangover Days. It's 1st of January today when we're recording this, and I wasn't <laughs> happy with that because I looked at that, and it's celebrating ways of, of getting over your hangover. And I you think... It, just don't get drunk in the first place.
0: Well, I almost texted you actually earlier on because I was I was taking the dogs for a walk and I was listening to the radio and on uh, Radio Four was the food program and the food program today is all about hangovers. Is it? Yeah, uh, all sorts of people with different uh, cures for hangover. People yeah. saying there isn't. In fact, somebody said there is no cure for hangover. It's it's just it's it's um, karmic retribution for going out and being hedonistic. I thought I know someone who'd agree with that. I do agree with that. It's the body's way of saying you've you've poisoned yourself here, mate. This is
1: the this is the these are the repercussions. Yeah,
0: and then someone else suggested a prairie oyster, which is a raw egg in a, a glass of sherry. In a glass of sherry. Apparently. Wow. Yeah. So it's
1: hair of the dog. I mean that's the worst possible way to deal with it. Mm. But
0: yeah.
1: um I don't want to I'd be sort of evangelical about it. Well, don't I, don't I, be then. I'm not going to be. I'm going to move on. Because yeah. the other the other day that um I found was Apple gifting day. It's apple a, gift, yeah, apple, yeah. So you give an apple to someone just as a little, little gift. It's um, it's the start of the worry. year. How would you feel if know. someone gave you an apple as a gift? I'd say a, a bit, a bit strange because you'd think, I hope it's uh, if, if they're handing it over, you think, I hope it's washed. Oh, is it that wash you wash. Do you wash yeah. your
0: apples? Uh, yeah. Oh, I never wash my apples, don't you? No, yeah, no, you, you'd be happy if it was an egremont russet, wouldn't you? I would,
1: or yeah, anything. Any, any, I like all apples, really, but um, yeah, the russet's my
0: favourite, that's for sure. Do, I don't, you, just, do, you, do you eat an apple a day? Uh, sometimes two, yeah. Yeah, because there is mm. evidence to suggest that it does indeed help keep the doctor away. It's very, very good for you, apples are. It, they are, and I like them anyway. It's, it's not a chore. Um, <laughs> no, oh, what, so what if a... anyone's thinking of gifting me an apple, I don't need one gifted, thanks. I've I've got my own supply. Thank you, thank you for thank you for thinking of me, but no, thank you. <laughs> but it
1: was it was always a, always a joke about giving an apple to your teacher, wasn't there? Yeah, I don't know where that all came from. No, and I'm sure that doesn't. Term. Well, I'll ask Lizzie. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't. Does she I don't ever
0: get it? any apples gifted Does
1: to she, her? Yeah, I'll ask when I see her next. Well, she may respond. I know she's a regular listener. Hmm. Um, on this day in music, just a couple of points really. So the first of Jen. 1st of 2013, Vienna by Ultravox was voted the best ever number two. Oh, Vienna. That's the one. Um, never reached number one, which is absolute travesty. Do you remember which uh, what track kept it off number one quite famously?
0: Uh, what year was it? Um, I don't know what year it was. Uh, I think it's was 1982, wasn't it? 82. Was it around is there? It this that time Vienna? of year it would have been, wouldn't it? Oh, I don't know. What was it? It was um, Shut Up in Your Face by Joe Dolce. <laughs> I'd never got that if I'd had 100 guesses. Fancy being kept off the number one spot by that. That's yeah, awful, isn't it? You'd be up un- and un- unhappy if you were Ultravox, wouldn't you? You'd have an empty feeling after that, wouldn't you? You would, yeah. Feeling a bit I empty. I heard on but- something, some quiz the other day that, Duran Duran only had three number ones, which seems almost impossible, doesn't it? It does, really, yeah.
1: the Charts were very competitive
0: in the 80s, weren't they? Yeah, not now. I mean, we could probably release a single and get it into the top 10, couldn't well, we? Well, exactly. When, There's um, an idea. Yeah. There's it an is, aspiration for 2023, isn't there? It, yeah, okay, we'll do that. We'll have a number one, shall we? <laughs> yeah, I, I suspect the number of purchases that you need is probably still slightly beyond us.
1: On this day, on this day, first of June, nineteen ninety, mm. there's
0: a new American
1: radio station launched called WKRL, yeah, and they played um, "Stairway to Heaven" by Led Zeppelin for twenty four hours straight. <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> I know. Why? Can you
0: imagine that? Why would you want to do that?
1: I don't know. They should have launched a day
0: later, shouldn't they? Really, and um, got themselves together a little bit. There was some, that happened, didn't it? That happened recently, didn't it? When a radio station or some radio show played. Um, Africa by Toto for twenty four hours. Did they? Yeah, I, 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 I suspect you were listening. That would have. I'm, I'm <laughs> the empty. The empty feeling I'd have got after after the first uh, ten seconds
1: would have been awful. Anyway, on this day in history, also on this day in on music, I mean, uh, 1964, mm. first ever top of the pops.
0: Really? Yeah, that, that oh, was, yeah, that's
1: yeah, that's classic.
0: He he was on there. Was he? Yeah, I think he was a, one of the first DJs, wasn't he? Wow, that's two weeks running. I've done a Jimmy Savile impression. That's yeah. not very good, is it? No, it's not. It's not good at all. And in
1: 1962, 1st mm. of June 1962, um, Decker famously turned down the Beatles. Um, oh. Because they had what it was, well, they had, only had so many bands they could sign. They turned down the Beatles, they signed the Tremolos instead.
0: <laughs> yeah, that wasn't the best decision they ever made. It's a bit made, of a faux pas. It? Yeah. Yeah.
1: You, you would feel a is. bit, you'd, you'd feel a bit of, uh, feel a bit empty, wouldn't you, retrospectively? You'd feel a bit I'd of say, a fool, wouldn't you, if you'd made you would, that decision? Mate, can you imagine? They got, they got, they got Silences Golden by the Tremolos, and that's about it, wasn't it?
0: Well, uh, um, David Bowie famously did an audition for the BBC back in the day when, um, when they had a sort of an audition committee at the BBC to decide whether, you, you know, your music was suitable for them. Yeah. And, um, and they they turned him down, so he couldn't see. He'd have no, nothing in it for them at all. <laughs> David Bowie, brilliant. There's a lot of people behind a desk, want their suits, making the decisions on it all. Yeah, be like it'd be like you and me trying to judge today's greatest tracks. Have no We'd have no well, chance. We would have no chance. We'll be
1: we're out of the loop, they, aren't we? We are out of the loop. Yeah, we're too too old for that all that malarkey. Yeah. Mm. All right. So that's about it. That's about it, really, mate. <clears throat> all right, good. That's enough now, isn't it? Because I'm feeling a bit tired. Uh, me too, mate. Yeah, I think we've struggled through this one. But hopefully you'll be able to knock it to some sort of shape if you get jumped. Yeah, will be all
0: right. It'll be all right. Anyway, it's just enough time to wish all of our listeners uh, a very peaceful new year. Yes, indeed. Um,
1: Full of serenity. I'm not going to wish
0: people a happy new year because relentless happiness is beyond all of us. It is really. So just, just hopeful. Uh, long periods of serenity would be nice. Yeah. And the ability to overcome any challenges that um, arise. Come, come your way. Arise. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Good work. S- See, See you, you next, next time. Man. See you. Laters. Bye. Bye. Sideways was created by Graham Landy and Martin Pankhurst. If you want to read more about our work or sort through the extensive archive of past episodes, just visit grahamlandywellbeing.co.uk forward slash sideways-podcast. You can follow us on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram at sidewayspodcast and you can email us if you have a question or if there's something you'd like us to cover. But most of all, we want to tell you how grateful we are that you come and listen and we ask that if you've enjoyed what you've heard, that you spread the word and we'll see you next week.